0: Many headlines about mainline Christianity these days focus on the decline in church attendance. And one of the reasons that's cited for this decrease is the perception that Christianity is preoccupied with judgment and hell. As we prepare to welcome 36 new members our congregation this morning, I am humbly grateful that we at Christ Church are working hard to tell a different type of story, one about a community that's committed to growing together. Here in the shadow of our nation's capital, it is more important than ever that we offer space where people of all ages, Races, sexual orientations, incomes, political parties feel welcome, accepted, and included, rather than judged. Where these same people are invited to be a part of community life, empowered to put their faith into action by serving others, feel better equipped to navigate the challenges of their lives when they walk back out of our doors. For those of us who gather here on a regular basis to reflect upon the stories of Jesus, it is hard to ignore that Jesus cared very much about and he talked often about how we can be better humans in this life rather than being obsessed with whether or not others are going to hell. So much of Jesus' teaching is focused on how we treat each other. You know, at the end of the day, you are in control of your integrity and how you treat other people. No one can ever take those things from you. They're all so tied together. Jesus believed that relationships should be treated valuably and that honest relationships have the potential to transform our lives. In this morning's New Testament lesson, Paul says that all of the commandments can be summed up in one phrase, love your neighbor as yourself. That's the golden rule. He's paraphrasing Jesus, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. What we owe to God and to one another is our love. That is the message of Christianity, which is so simple that it's hard. Most of us look past it. We would rather stress and bicker and argue and try to make following Jesus about anything else other than loving God and loving each other. Paul continues by charging us to live honorably. The Hebrew word for honor is koban, which means to weigh heavy. That same word can be translated as precious or valuable. Live in such a way, Paul says, that you treat others as if they're valuable. Learn to look at others as God looks at them. Jesus brings all this home in our gospel as he describes how we should treat people with whom we disagree. He says that if someone sins against you, save that person's pride. Do not embarrass them. Just go talk with them. It's really reasonable. And yet it's not what many of us do. We'd rather talk about people than to them which is called triangulation, and it's poisonous to your soul, to the others you involve, to the community you're a part of. It's gossip, disrespectful, a waste of our energy. We don't need to demean or condescend or assign motive or spike our anger. Just talk, Jesus says. Go up to the person that you're struggling with and ask them, is this true. This doesn't always work, of course. And Jesus knew that, which is why he implores us not to give up. Bring two or three people with you, he says, and go try again. And then if the person still won't respond, talk to them in front of the entire church. The irony is that if none of these paths are effective, Jesus instructs us to treat the person as if they are a Gentile or a tax collector. It might sound like Jesus is saying, be done with this person. But throughout the Gospels, he talks about treating Gentiles and tax collectors with respect. We always owe one another respect. That is a choice that we make. Jesus is not telling us that we have to agree about everything or think the same ways about everything, but he understood that the insidious and poisonous nature of conflict can disrupt us being fully present in our lives, hinder us from being the best versions of ourselves, anesthetize us to the humanity of others, and further our addiction to being right. Engaging conflict in the ways that Jesus describes is not an invitation for us to express ourselves to others in whatever manner our emotions dictate, but rather involves respecting boundaries and the word no, being reliable and keeping our agreements, being accountable, acknowledging our mistakes, apologizing, making amends, living with integrity, not judging, being curious when we don't understand, assuming the best about the intentions of others. Brene Brown calls this having a strong back and a soft front. Our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, describes it as a dance between standing and kneeling before each other, having a strong spine when necessary, but always recognizing the God-given dignity. Of other people. None of this is easy but it is exactly the standard that Jesus sets for us. Jesus calls us to something better and deeper than fight or flight or my way or the highway. He wants us to be determined and intentional with our love, enduring with our patience for us to see the long view it requires us to make good choices, offer our better angels, and extend a grace-filled manner to others. I believe so passionately in our Christ Church community, our history, our future, as we continue trying to follow Jesus' lead. We are one, certainly not the only one, but one gathering of people earnestly searching for God and trying to live as better humans in this life. Part of our mission is to give voice and authentic action to what it is that we say we believe. Let us model for Capitol Hill and let us be known here at Christ Church for treating one another as if we are each valuable, even those with whom we struggle. In the name of God.